If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County is back in the CDC's high community level for COVID-19 transmission. 13 counties in California were bumped into the high-risk category last week, including Marin, Mendocino, and Napa County. So that means the CDC is urging people in those counties to wear masks indoors again, but a spokesperson says uh, Sonoma County is not considering a new indoor mask mandate at this time. However, some counties are. So it's important to just keep checking back, keep checking your news, keep checking those signs on your local businesses and making sure that you don't have to wear a mask. And we'll, of course, keep you updated. President Biden will make his first in-person late-night show appearance this Wednesday on Jimmy Kimmel Live. So Kimmel made the announcement yesterday, and so the president of the United States had been a guest on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert several times before his inauguration, and his last late-night appearance was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon in December of last year, but it was all a remote interview. So that's uh, pretty exciting that we're going to have the president on late night TV. Anytime any president is on, it's a huge event. Yeah, I remember when uh, Bill Clinton went on late night TV. I think he was on David Letterman and he played the saxophone and everyone freaked out. <laughs> so random. We'll see if uh, President Joe Biden plays any instruments. Probably and not. Probably not. <laughs> all right. Well, Luke Gomes. Man. He and his wife, Nicole, had their baby shower over the weekend, and there was bacon. I mean, just like loads of it. So, (laughs) I mean, there were things like flowers, cookies, cake, and of course, cocktails. But there was like this huge tin of bacon, and I felt like this was like very important news. The pictures were lovely, but I want to make bacon a baby shower tradition now, and I think this is very much up there, Allie. Uh, If you want to check out the photos from the baby shower, you can right now on our Instagram story at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. So I heard some folks talking over the weekend. Um, and they were mentioning that summer camp starts this week for many students, not only here in Sonoma County, but across the country, or people are getting ready for summer camp because school is out. For summer! summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had a lot of experiences with summer camp, not only going, but being a camp counselor. Uh, Tanner, did you ever go to summer camp? Like, where did you go? What was it like? Yeah, I went to summer camp nearly every single year. It was Bible camp, and I went to a place called Island Lake, Washington, and that's where I got bit by a goose. Uh, okay. Yeah, I got I'm bit sorry by... that happened. The, I think the number one thing I learned in Bible camp was to not mess with geese. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty ruthless creatures. You don't want to get too close to them. This is for all the kiddos out there yeah. uh, who might be going to summer camp this weekend. <laughs> they don't want a hug. No, no matter how much you want to give them a hug, they won't appreciate it. Or be messed with at all. Um, my, I think one of my favorite memories from summer camp, uh, it was not getting bit by a goose, but when I was a camp counselor, uh, one of the kids told me, they said, you look so much better without glasses on. <laughs> and kids are so honest. Yeah. And I and I feel bad for any camp counselor I had that might have gotten something like that for me. Yeah. Because you know, I'm pretty honest. You just got to <laughs> take it, smile back. But thankfully, you got LASIK eye surgery. So now Yay. you don't have to worry about glasses ever <laughs> yeah. again. And now I look great all the time. <laughs> all right. We've got Mindy from Katati on the phone. Uh, Mindy, what's your favorite summer camp memory? We had a camp counselor who was 
very, very pregnant. This was like her last week of camp. She was going to be having a baby by the end of August, and this was the first week of August. She was afraid of frogs. And I mean, like, terrified of frogs. <laughs> so all of us eight and nine-year-olds got a bunch of frogs together. And in the middle of the night, planted frogs all over her. And she woke up in the middle of the night covered in frogs. And it actually scared her so bad, it threw her into labor. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Did you know that Sonoma County will be partying with Blake Shelton on his birthday? Yeah, the boys round here, drinking that ice cold beer. I'll be your honeybee. This is God's country. Yes, on June 18th, it's Blake Shelton's birthday. Woo! And that so happens to be the day when he will be performing at Country Summer. By the way, countrysummer.com for all the details. When it's your birthday, do you like to make it huge or do you like it to keep it a little bit more low-key? With Blake Shelton, he is celebrating in a huge way. Yeah, I'm really excited to see if, you know, his team has anything planned. I know we've got some things working in the background. Tanner, you had some great ideas to celebrate Blake's birthday. I want a um, giant cake with his <laughs> face on it. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's that was such a great idea, by the way. Um, but for me personally, I... I just celebrate with my fiance Cole like it's just the two of us but we do like to go big like we like to go on trips or we like to splurge on like uh, dinner or drinks you know things like that yeah. so I, I don't really know what I can say do I is that low key it's, or is that big seems like a little bit of both it yeah. seems like a like a big birthday celebration with a low key amount of people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you I like to keep it low key which I know seems a little strange coming from me I don't really like my birthday. I never really have. I've never even had a birthday party before just because, I don't know, I just feel awkward about it. Okay, so we're going to have to throw you a birthday party this year, it sounds like. I don't even just know how see, I'd react. <laughs> just to see how you feel. Like, singing happy birthday to someone when a cake comes out is like, it's really awkward to just have you sit there and have people sing to you. Yeah. So usually I'm just like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. I just kind of smile and nod like, oh, thank you so much. I, turn, I, like, I appreciate it. I turn like beet red. Yeah. I just can't stand <laughs> it. But, you know, I get it. Maybe you don't know how to handle it because you've never really had the experience. So Maybe. We'll just, We'll just have to try it and find out. Maybe we'll throw you a surprise party. Does oh. this is this giving away anything? Ooh. I don't know. I'm nervous now. I don't know how I'd react to that. I'd probably I, be very thankful and very excited. I throw you a surprise birthday party tomorrow. You don't even see it coming. Yeah, three months it's early. Nowhere near your birthday. <laughs> Paige from Santa Rosa getting a lot of great responses said, "As a Leo, it is a requirement to make a big deal out of it." Yeah. And since it's in the beginning of the month, I celebrate all month long. Oh, they're one of those people. Is that accurate for Leos? <laughs> no, just like the type of people who celebrate their birthday all month long. My like, girlfriend's one of those people. It's my birthday week. Yeah. <laughs> Angelina from Katati says, my birthday's in December. I throw a big gingerbread house party around my birthday every year. It's two holidays in one. <laughs> Shelly from Runner Park said, well, mine is kind of a big deal, so it's hard not to when you are born on the 4th of July. Aww. Now that is epic. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. So in case you missed it, last week there was a debate going around in my household over whether or not I should 
continue to wear this 49ers t-shirt that I bought. My fiance Cole says I'm betraying the Atlanta Falcons because if you didn't know we're from the state of Georgia. Uh, and I said I'm not going to throw it away because we live here now and I want to support the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't see any problem with that whatsoever because <laughs> you can be a fan of multiple sports teams. I understand being ha- your hometown roots and all of that, but if you live in a place, you should be a fan of that sports team. Like, if the Atlanta Falcons played the 49ers, of course I'd root for the Falcons. I, that's natural, right? Yeah. I would do that. But, but you're, I, you shouldn't hate the 49ers. <laughs> I got a lot of heat from both sides. You know, I got a lot of heat from 49ers. Niners fans said, you know, you can't do that. A lot of heat from Atlanta Falcons fans. Uh, you know, my fiance was inundated with texts from his friends. We're like, why is she wearing a 49ers shirt? I'm like, why do you guys care so much? <laughs> well, it's sports. And, uh, you know, I totally get being passionate about sports. And I love my CL Seahawks. I'll say that anytime, any day. Sure. But I also have learned to appreciate the 49ers. And like you, unless they're playing each other, I'll be a 49ers fan. Okay. Okay. So so do you have a 49ers shirt? Are you going to, you know, wear one or did you, you borrowed one, I think. Yeah. I borrowed a jersey for an event once, but do, am I going to buy one? Maybe. Time will tell. Okay. <laughs> but you're, you're not going to like burn the Seahawks jersey or anything. No. Like, okay. Maybe the Russell Wilson one that I have, <laughs> but that's about it. And you know, I've never really been open about being in Atlanta Falcons fan either. You know, I've never been like, I bleed red and black. <laughs> Only Georgia Bulldogs. Alright, on the phone we've got Ron from Petaluma. Uh, you're weighing in, Ron. What do you think? You need to get that 49er shirt in the garbage. <laughs> Why? Okay, so you don't jump around teams, right? Just because you live somewhere does not mean that you need to uh, just abandon your team. Well, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's impossible to root for more than one team? Yes. Okay. Well, is this because you're a super hardcore 49ers fan and you think I'm bandwagoning? No, I'm actually a super hardcore Dallas Cowboys fan. And I live and I was I was born and raised here. So that's why you hate the 49ers so much. <laughs> okay, well, so my hatred for the 49ers has nothing to do with this. It's about loyalty to your team. Okay. You must know my fiance. Do you know him? Because I feel like he's no, paying you I, to say this. I, I support him 1,000%. <laughs> okay. Amber and Tanner. song comes. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So according to the Wall Street Journal, 36% of restaurants have added service fees over the past year. So this may keep menu prices low, but a lot of people are saying it's sneakier because customers don't realize what they're paying until after. So here's what hap- here's what's happening. And before I get into this, I realize right now it's tough for small businesses, especially restaurants. There are challenges with staffing, pandemic-related curveballs, inflation, supply chain shortages, roaches. So they're adding various surcharges that pop up at the bottom of their check rather than raising prices. And, you know, we've found that these extra charges are listed like things as temporary inflation fee, supply chain surcharge, wellness fee, kitchen appreciation fee. I've seen that one. Non-cash adjustment, adjustment and fuel surcharge. So here's my thoughts. 
There are a lot of ways for businesses to spend these charges, but the bottom line is that by making it a surcharge and not building it into the menu prices, you're duping your own customers by burying it in the fine print. And I personally, I think that's risky business. And if a business you know that I know and love were to raise their prices right now, I would not question it or maybe even notice it. And, you know, as someone who wants to go out and someone who wants to support local businesses, I know the risk right now. I know that prices are going to be higher, uh, but that's that's what you do. You support your friends. You support your local businesses to make the world go round. And, you know, everything's going up right now. And a lot of people are feeling duped by these random surcharges. Uh, so what do you think? Do you think that the random fees are fair? Do you think the wellness fee and the supply chain surcharge are fair? Or do you feel tricked by them? Do you think businesses just raise their prices instead? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines can Amber identify which one is real. She has guessed the correct headline in a haystack 23 times in 2022. And I have fooled her 24 times in 2022. Wow. So we're going to see if you can tie it up right now. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Headline, mm-hmm. headline number one. <laughs> Man breaks in zoo, disguises himself as bear. Here's headline number two. Man breaks into restaurant cooks himself breakfast. Headline number three, man collects fingernail clippings and creates art. Hmm. So those are your three headlines. What are you thinking? Oh, man. These are all great. I'm going to say, I, I this is what I have written down because I can't remember the whole headline. Man zoo as bear. You think that's a headline in a haystack? Yes. Well, Amber... That is incorrect. That was 100% made up. You want to take another stab at it? Um, Man breaks into the restaurant. That is absolutely (laughs) the headline in a haystack. Dang it! So you don't get the points, but you do get the pride points, so that's pretty cool. I guess. Here's the story. A guy broke into a closed waffle house in South Carolina and prepared himself three meals ate them, then he stole a box of disposable gloves and left. And the police (laughs) tracked him down, found him, and he was quickly arrested. (laughs) Hey, gloves are expensive these days. That's very true. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. The 2022 Scripps National Spelling Bee ended in a way none of the 93 competitions before it did. It ended with a spell-off. Oh, now that is intense. I hope they make a movie about it someday. (laughs) (laughs) So the final two competitors failed to correctly spell two words in a row between rounds 13 and 18. So at that point, judges opted to institute the first spell-off ever. So it's 90 seconds to spell as many words as possible correctly. And the one with the most spelled words would win the B. So I, I have this clip. And it's absolutely incredible. It is so intense. I don't know if you're ready. Ornithorhynchus. O-R-N-I-T-H-O-R-H-Y-N-C-H-U-S. Nyandabai. N-A-N-D-U-B-A-Y. Moorhen. M-O-O-R-H-E-N. Oh, my. 
<laughs> I am so impressed. Honestly, I don't even know what most of those words are. No. Or even remotely how to spell them. Just goes to show <laughs> that people are geniuses and we are not geniuses on this show. <laughs> so who you just heard was Harini Logan. She's an eighth grader from Texas and she is the 2022 national champion and she's absolutely incredible. Uh, Tanner, I want to know what is your worst spelling error? Because you just said, you know, we're not geniuses on this show. We do make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, is there a time where you've made a critical error? <sighs> yeah. I want to go to Congress and talk to them about changing how you spell the word restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> because the no. way that restaurant is spelled doesn't make sense in my mind whatsoever. It's it, it's so bad that Amber had to write the word <laughs> restaurant on a sticky note and put it on my computer for restaurant week here in Sonoma County. It's tough. It's a tough word. Restaurant. It's like, the you. To, it's the you. The right. you always gets me every dang time. And it gets, <laughs> it makes me physically angry. Well, the English language is really, it's, it's wild. Yeah, it like, really is. It's not is. your fault, Tanner. <laughs> what about you? Do you have one? Yeah, when I was a kid, I spelled genuine like the rapper on a spelling <laughs> test. And my parents made fun of me religiously for it. They were like, you're hilarious. And they like tried to help me. Like, I, d I know how to spell genuine now, just so everyone knows. Oh, yeah? But <laughs> how do you spell it? Uh, it's G-E-N-U-I-N-E. -E. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the best. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Anna. Anna works at an accounting company, and she has a picture of Hugh Jackman shirtless as the desktop wallpaper on her computer. Her co-worker called in, and we want to just prank her today. Hi, is this Anna? Yes, speaking. Anna, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm calling you about, uh, this is a little bit of an uncomfortable situation, about the desktop wallpaper at your work computer. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I'm referring to? Uh, yeah, I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackman shirtless is the desktop background on your office computer. When did you think that was appropriate? Uh, it's never been a problem. I've it's had it for months. Well, today it has been a problem. I received an HR complaint, and that's why we're speaking today. I need you to take that down immediately. Can you tell me who complained? I can't, but what I can tell you is that you need to do a presentation of your wrongdoing and desktop wallpaper etiquette in front of your entire office this afternoon. Well, because what you did was wrong and we need to change the culture at your company. I don't think that's reasonable. I can take it down if it's bothering someone, but I I don't think I need to give a presentation about it. I HR feel, can give a presentation if they want to. I feel like you're not taking me very seriously here. You have a shirtless I'm man. I'm not. Everybody thinks it's hilarious. Well, maybe not everybody. Did you consider that? I personally don't think it's funny. I think it's morbid. It's morbid? I'm going to have to talk to your HR rep, possibly suspend you for this. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> okay, you do that. I will have a talk with them myself, I think. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I knew this could not be real. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale.
on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever had a roommate with a strange habit? So I talked to my old roommate, Drew, over the weekend. We catch up sometimes just to see how each other are doing, how we're doing. And I was talking to him and he was just telling me how I was as a roommate. And it's very interesting to hear about you from other people. Yeah. And so he told me that having me like a roommate was like having an old cat, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I never came out of my room unless I needed to use the restroom or I needed food or water. And he said he basically never saw me, really, <laughs> except for uh, the rare occasion that I, you know, stumbled out of my room for a treat. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I had a roommate that was just like that. Really? I never saw her. And we went way back. We went to school together from like elementary school. And then we moved in together for college. And I never saw her. Did you like that? Or did you think that was strange? I thought it was strange. Mostly because we had been friends. And I, I was like, did I do something? Why is she in a room all the time? Mm -hmm. And she said that she was just like having a hard time in college and yeah. oh, it made me feel really bad. So I hope that wasn't the case for you. I don't think so because I also worked with my roommate. We worked very close together. And so sometimes I just needed a little bit of a break. Okay. And I would just watch TV on my laptop with a little blanket fort over me or something that like that. That sounds great. I really do sound like a cat now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, and I'm still kind of like that now. I just like to hang out in my room. I'm a bad roommate. <laughs> kind of. No. At least I clean up after myself. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> Nick from Healdsburg, tell us about your strange roommate. Well, while I was living with this guy, uh, he decided that, hey, I want to make the room my own. So he didn't shower for a month. He oh. brushed his teeth, didn't shower for a month. And I told him, I'm not coming back till you get a thorough shower. He finally decided to get a shower after 32 days. Oh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm spending way too much money recently. I'll tell you why. Over the weekend, my friend Jess had a baby shower. Congratulations to her. Uh, but then I got home and I checked my mail. I had four invitations in the mail. A baby shower, engagement party, wedding, Ooh. bridal shower. It went on and on and on. I was just like going through everything. Like, okay. I unchecked my mail in a couple of weeks, but still. That is a lot still, happening. I, I just want to say, I love that y'all are getting married and having babies and all that jazz right now, but you're going to make a girl go broke. <laughs> I can't be buying your babies things every other week and your wedding presents and your bridal showers and your bachelorette parties. Like all of that right now is just so much. Yeah. And I think you're at that stage of your life where all of these things are happening at once. You yeah. know, you're planning a wedding as well. And it just seems like so many responsibilities in such a short window of time. So glad you brought that up, Tanner. It's going to be y'all's turn to buy me <laughs> gifts pretty soon. So watch out. Be prepared. I'm going to I'm going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. Just scanning everything. I'm glad you're going above <laughs> and beyond for that because <laughs> I can go look at the list instead of just kind of being like, this seems like something Amber would want. Then you open the present. A lot of people, I feel like, don't Star do Wars. registries and stuff like that. Star Wars things, plates. Tanner, this is for you. <laughs> I get it. I mean, also, do you think that maybe it's because of the pandemic? Like, everything's yeah. just like... I got delayed and now it's like smush. I think that's a big part of it because I have gone to three weddings in one year thus far. And before the pandemic, I haven't been to one in adulthood. So everyone's like, you know what? 
we're going to press play on life again. So sorry about well, your wallet. I'm going to press play and y'all are going to start buying me stuff here pretty <laughs> soon. So, yeah. Up this with Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Would you go to a cell phone free concert? I've talked about my experience a few times with cell phone free concerts, but I went to another one. <laughs> Who'd you go see? I went and saw Jack White. Okay, where did he play? He played at the Shoreline Amphitheater. And honestly, I had such a good time at the Shoreline Amphitheater. And it's been a long time since I've been there, since you and I went and saw Luke Bryan. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And it was awesome. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. But I've always said I love cell phone free concerts because we get to live in the moment. That was until I went to a cell phone free concert over the weekend. So what happened was, was we put our phones in all these little bags. You get to keep your phones with you. And it was great. Got to live in the moment until my girlfriend went to the bathroom. And, okay. And I didn't know where the bathroom was. So I started looking for it. And then we got lost. And you can't text each other and say, hey, I'm by the merch booth or I'm over by here. And so I was looking for my girlfriend for about 45 minutes before the concert started. So you have your phone. You can't use it. Like even in the venue. No, it's literally in this like little bag that clips at the top of it. And so you can't take your cell phone out of this little bag. You can keep it with you, but you cannot use it. How do you how do you get it out? Well, when you leave the venue, you get to they have these little presser things and they have people that unlock it yeah and it's this company called yonder it's like a full blown operation okay well i mean i get it they don't want you to spool the concert for everyone else by posting or like having your phone in front of everyone else's faces but what if there was an emergency like that that freaks me out we were lost and honestly (laughs) i didn't realize how popular i would be at a cell phone free concert for one reason I had an analog uh, watch on my wrist. Oh, you know what time is it? <laughs> and so everybody was so, like, do you have time, the time on you? What's going on here? In this case, I, I always tell like my fiance when, or my friends when we're at concerts or things, if your cell phone dies and we get lost, meet back at this place. Yeah. If I lose you, we're meeting back at the blue pole. I don't know. I like that. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I don't know if there are any blue poles hot, over at the Shoreline Amphitheater. The hot dog hut. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Catching the Catching the with these guys. It's just snake bite morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Today's country, Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning. According to the Wall Street Journal, 36% of restaurants that have added service fees over the past years. So they may keep menu prices low, but a lot of people are saying it's sneakier because customers don't realize what they're paying until after. So you'll see these like various surcharges pop up at the bottom of your check, like supply chain surplus charge or wellness fee or kitchen appreciation fee and like fuel surcharge. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like this on the bottom of your check recently, Tanner? I have. And I think what it comes down to is that so many businesses and small businesses struggled through the pandemic. Yeah. And so they're trying to find a way to get some money back so they can stay afloat. Yeah. And I mean, there's it's a tough time for restaurants. I mean, like you said, pandemic related things, staffing shortages, inflation, and again, supply chain shortages are like a huge thing right now. Yeah. We're out of everything. Why it's are we really, out of everything? It's really tough to be a restaurant owner right now and <laughs> but, to manage restaurants. 
the the argument is should they just raise their menu prices or keep adding you know these surcharges at the bottom of your check because a lot of people are feeling like oh well i didn't know i was gonna be paying this it's on my check i didn't see it on the menu anywhere like why am i seeing this nobody likes to be surprised when it comes to money yeah Okay, so you so you kind of agree with restaurants maybe they should just change their menu prices. I I think so too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we've got Mary from Santa Rosa on the phone. Mary, what do you think? And I just want to say that reducing prices at a restaurant is not all that easy. Because I have to reprint every message. Yeah. And that's not going to have. I mean, that's a very what? good point. I did not think about that. Um, sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> All right. How about you, Tanner? I think I also have nothing. I think you have a very, very valid point. point yeah. You have such a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, Steve Petaluma. I agree with Amber on this one that it's easy and underhanded. No, and uh, I think the server is just going to take the front of it because uh, people are apt to tip well. If they want to charge charge, they should pull the tips. Good morning. This is Sandy calling from Santa Rosa. I don't know. I feel like that's a little shady. I feel like I totally accept the prices going up. That's understandable. I want to go out and support my local restaurants, and I'll even leave greater than a 20% tip. But I like to see it up front. I mean, I don't feel that the you know surprise in the bottom of your check is very fair. It's kind of misleading. Yeah, you honestly said that way more eloquently than I did. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9.